Hello and welcome to another episode of College Collective, brought to you by Jibber Jabber. My name is Ibrahim. And my name is Hassan. And this is a show where we talk about university life, problems, and just give our general advice. Alright, so today we have another guest. Um, he's a really close friend of mine. We grew up in Saudi Arabia and we actually went to the same school. And after graduating, he went on to Purdue University in the United States to continue his education. So thank you so much for being with us today, Chaudhary. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, our pleasure, our pleasure. It's our pleasure, yeah, exactly. It's our yeah, pleasure. So, yeah, so we just wanted to talk about, obviously, you moved from Saudi Arabia all the way to America, and I also moved places. So we just wanted to talk about students moving abroad and the whole experience, because I know some people go, go through right. culture shock, some people adjust really well, you know, it's, it's different for everyone. So we just wanted to know about your experience. Um, so, Hassan, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that, that topic? No, I mean, I feel like you covered everything there was to say for the first time. I don't yeah. need to say anything about it. Let's, I mean, let's yeah, hear cause... what... Let's, the only point I want to point out to our viewers is there's two Hassans in this call. So if Ibrahim says Hassan, you never know who he's referring to. Uh, <laughs> so good luck with that. Uh, but actually, jokes aside, uh, what are your... How did it feel like? What are your opinions? Uh, any... any Stories, good stories. I just want to know stories. before I just want to cut you off. I just want to know the second you landed, what was the first thing that went through your mind when you landed in Purdue America. or the city? Yeah, go for so, it. So, so yeah, I, I flew in from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and I landed in Chicago. That that was the first time I stepped foot in the U.S. Oh, and just right. to clarify, you guys can just call me Chaudhry. I'm used to it by now. <laughs> but yeah, right. yeah, I, I landed in Chicago for the first time on August 14, 2018. And um, yeah, I think the thing that hit me the uh, first was how cold it was. Like it was it was the middle of summer, yet like as soon as I stepped out of the plane, there was this gust of cold wind that just kind of that just kind of hit me out of nowhere. And it just took me by surprise because that, that was a very small precursor of what was to come because it gets extremely cold here. And the cold, like despite being here for about Two, two, three years now. The cold is still the one thing I haven't gotten used to yet. But yeah, I think the cold was the first, my first uh, true American experience here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was? Do you remember like what? How cold it was, or what temperature it was? Because uh, for the people that are listening, uh, Ibrahim's friend Chaudhary is also from uh, Saudi Arabia, so you guys are probably like you. He was probably sweating, but for us, it's cold. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, Man, I was going to do something in Fahrenheit, but I'm sure not sure. <laughs> yeah, if you give me the Fahrenheit, I got to do the... I gotta no, okay, okay whoa, whoa, I got to start doing the conversions. God help me. Yeah, no, I, got, I don't know what you guys made me, so I might use Celsius again. But yeah, uh, I think it might have been uh, 12 or 13 degrees Celsius when I landed. In the summer. In the summer. Yeah, yeah dude, dude. Bro, that's wild. Like, that's I'm in the mad. Yeah, dude, it's like winter. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy because I live in the mid. Uh, I'm in the Midwest, and the Midwest is known for like just absolutely terrible weather. Like it can snow one day, and then the sun will be out the next day, and it'll, and it'll rain the same day. So like the weather here is just terrible. But yeah, wow. it was 12 degrees Celsius in the middle of summer when I first landed. It, it, it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So I when mean, you landed, yeah, go for us. Yeah, I mean, I, I only visited America once, uh, and it was like last year. When I first landed, I landed in Houston, Texas. So it wasn't, 
Yes, it wasn't like uh, really, really cold. But the first thing I remember was the airport smelled like dried chicken. And I was like, yo, is this how America is? Am I going to smell dried chicken all the way <laughs> No, no offense to our American viewers. I, I can't you, they all hate me now. But yeah. When I landed in Chicago, there were, I saw three McDonald's by the time I left the airport. And by the time I got in my shuttle to go university, three McDonald's, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no. I love McDonald's. For yeah, real. people love McDonald's here. Wow, yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Not, not, to, not to talk about the stereotypes or whatnot, but let's just say McDonald's is a pretty common sight around here. McDonald's and Starbucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame them. I like myself some McDonald's shoes. It's all good. True. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I guess that leads to the food conversation, though. And yeah, food and food is uh, food is an issue, no doubt about that. You know, uh-huh. people, uh, you know, they talk about how bad it is in foreign countries. Frankly, like that doesn't do any justice because food is a, an actual problem. I mean, like yeah. again, I live in the Midwest, and this is probably like the least densely populated uh, of the Muslim regions in America. But in, uh-huh. in the city I live, it's pretty much just a village. So there's like there, there's one halal restaurant, and the only place you can get halal meat is if you drive to Indy, which is an hour and a half away, or Chicago, which is about two hours away. So, th- so that's a pretty big problem. Yeah, that's crazy. So what what do you do like on the daily? Do you have like a meal plan from the university, or how do you? What's your meal day to day? Yeah. So now, uh, now that I moved to, so I moved out of university residences after my first year. So now we have this catering company that kind of gives us a mix of vegetarian slash vegan food. And oh no. So like, yeah, no. So so what's really cool though is there's this company called Impossible. You guys might have heard about them. They they make stuff like the Impossible burgers or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So so their food, like, even though it's not technically meat or it's not meat at all mm-hmm. rather it's vegetarian patties that taste exactly like their beef or chicken counterparts so can and, you vouch for them is that is that true is it like actually does oh, it actually I, taste like meat yeah I, I couldn't tell the difference the first time i had it like i had yeah. them whopper at burger king because that's vegetarian and and i literally couldn't tell the difference between that and, actual, and an actual burger king whopper so so that was pretty nice now yo that wow. is amazing yeah uh, Especially because I think more and more people are moving towards vegetarian options now. I, I think, I mean, there's, I mean, food, food was, wasn't good the first year I was here, but I've just gotten used to it by now. Eating a lot of seafood, a lot of veg, a lot of veggies, stuff like that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's a big now. change because I remember in Saudi, we just had burgers and meat. We had a lot of meat. Everything we had had to oh, have meat. Yeah. Father used to bring this chicken tikka sandwich every oh, single day. And that was just that was just filled with chicken. Um, I, I can imagine it must have been really hard with that transition. Yeah, we used to eat, eat each other's lunches. That's how much we loved food back then. I swear, bro, our, our whole day revolved around just food. What we're gonna no, do? But but I did learn a few recipes from my mom, including that chicken tikka, which I did make a few weeks ago. Huh? Again, but just, awesome. yeah, the biggest problem is getting meat though. Like once you have meat, like there's just not it's just not that hard to cook afterwards. But yeah, no, I, I do. I'm a foodie though, so I do miss eating like, every, anything I see. Right. <laughs> yeah, I you should come by the UAE sometime. Actually, you'd love it then. So oh, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. everything is halal here. Yeah, yeah. you love. Like, yeah, no, no, dude, I love to come to the UAE sometime. Like, like, I think I was in Dubai, but this was maybe four or five years ago. The last time I was in the UAE. 
And I do have a few friends here that are, that are from Dubai and the Sharjah and Bahrain, just from the general region. And, and they oh. talk about them all the time too. That's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, food is, uh, like, like Abraham said, food is our hobby and it's, it's our plans and everything. <laughs> yeah, especially for us Daisy kids. <laughs> I swear, bro. Mom, our, our mom's just home cooking is just huge. Just, so. just like a huge chunk of our culture is just food. So It is. Yeah. Wait, but so you, you mentioned you you mentioned you cook as well. So do you have like a kitchen in your in your dorms or where you live or how does yeah, that work? Yeah, no, I have a kitchen here. It's it's not yeah. There, there's a kitchen here, but it's not it's not really used that much. Mainly because we have a catering company that uh true that that gives us food. But the food's mainly just for when you know it's it's two a.m. and you know you're hungry as you're hungry as you're super hungry from a day of studying. And, you know you can make uh-huh. something when you go up when you go downstairs. So that's mainly what okay. the kitchen's for. Yeah, fair enough. No, although do you remember the culture shock part though? Like I don't know, like even you and I were in an American high school though, and dude, I have to say though, like when yeah. when I first came to the U.S., like I did not feel any culture shock like at all, because yeah. so much so much of our environment back home is just so similar to what I'm going through right now. It, it literally just feels like an extension of YS, just you know, just much Honestly. on a much larger scale. Yeah, I mean, because we were in Saudi, but our school was American co-ed yeah. and everything so it yeah was like basically the same thing american mostly you know yeah we knew a few same. kids who were american so it's like you know it just felt like home here except you know instead of sand there's just a lot of trees and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> a lot of snow instead of sand a lot of snow <laughs> God, I the yeah snow. yeah, yeah even me i didn't have a lot of culture shock because the uae is basically the same as saudi but just a little more different because it's a lot more yeah okay more chill less strict not yeah. saying saudi is a bad thing i, I like that vibe too yeah. but yeah it's, it's it's it wasn't it wasn't too bad but i'm glad i'm glad you didn't have culture shock i know some people that went from like our class and like other grades they had like crazy culture shock some of them right and yeah. Uh, yeah it just differs person to person for sure yeah, I think the one thing that helped me though was like the first thing I did wasn't even like make friends with like the local kids around here. So, so my mm. university I think is this, uh, this thing called BGR, which which is what they call Boiler Gold Rush. It's our freshman orientation program. Uh-huh. So the first thing that happened was uh, when I came to campus, we had BGR for international students. So I made made a bunch of friends that way, and then after that we did uh, the freshman orientation with all the local kids, and it was just a great way to like mingle with everybody else. And, you know, and I and I think, like, the fact that, you know, you and I do know a bit of, like, the American culture from, from beforehand kind of made it super easy to connect with the local kids, too. Because a, a, a lot of the kids, a lot of the people around here, like, haven't I seen anyone from outside the United States? Yeah, like, like I'm, like, for a bunch of my friends, I'm literally the one and only person they know that wasn't born in the U.S. But, like, it still helped, right. though, like, you know, because at the end of the day, like, all of us are, like, teenagers and young adults. And I think it's that connection that really... You know, they really yeah, everyone at university. Everyone at university wants to make friends. You're there. Everyone wants to make friends and make connections. Exactly. So it's really good, especially freshman year orientations. Especially when you being screwed over see. by classes, like you kind of make friends that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I think one of the best memories I have is just people sitting down and just talking a lot of crap about classes. Super fun, <laughs> honestly. I think that, I think every university kid relates to that. Doesn't matter where yeah. in the world it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, do, do I think students are just the same and everywhere, no matter where you go. Uh huh. Yeah. 
This is the way it, it is, is, bro. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So did you directly like move into dorms or you had family there uh, that helped you adjust or? Um, yeah, uh, I do have a bunch of family around here. So, uh, so my dad came with me, uh, but the first yeah. time I moved in, uh, and on August 20th, and so my dad came with me. My mom was supposed to come, but then uh, my brother and sister still had school going on. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she stayed back home with them, and my dad came over and he helped me move into the dorms. And since then, uh, he, he's been over here uh, once more. He came by last fall, so like about a year ago. And uh, yeah, yeah. My, my mom says she's planning on coming sometime soon, though. But I, but I'm super, you know, I'm excited to have him here. You know, it's, it's definitely, and it's it's definitely a very different experience from Saudi. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a whole yeah, other side of the world. Dude, quite literally four thousand miles away, or or rather, how much is that in kilometers? Right, I don't know. Times one point six. One point six. Yeah. Four thousand. Around around six thousand. Around six thousand kilometers away. Let's Google this. Oh, God, I remember how much, do you remember 6, how much you make of like the American system, Fahrenheit miles? And I'm using the same stuff myself. Uh, yeah, bro, I'm shocked, yeah. bro. Do I feel yeah, bad? Six thousand four hundred kilometers. Six thousand four hundred kilometers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it never made sense. There was the conversions were so stupid. Dude, it doesn't make sense to me, and I'm using that shit nowadays. Like it's it's like none of these, none of, none, nobody else knows the metric system. So like I just kind of have to you know adjust to that instead of you know having them adjust to me. Right. Yeah. miles now. Which. Yeah, I I can never use miles or Fahrenheit. This doesn't make sense. All yeah. I know is eighty degrees Fahrenheit is close to twenty five, which is like room temperature ish, and that's that's all I know. Dude, I know thirty my... Fahrenheit is zero Celsius because again, uh, the, the conversion of water. <laughs> yeah, bro, it just gets confusing after that. It does. But what's good, what's good though, like, it's all about textbooks and, and the classes use the metric system. So, you know, it just still feels like home from time to time. The yeah, textbooks use a uh, metric system? Yeah. I, I think mostly because metrics, like, it's international. Because no yeah. one outside like, the U.S. uses the American system. So I, all the textbooks use the, use the metric system afterwards. But, yeah, that, that's, that's one thing good. that you have to get used to, though. The, the American uh, system for sure. So you got an advantage there that the American students are like trying to adjust to. <laughs> yeah, true, true. True. I don't know, my college is the time for adjustment, honestly. Like, so I, I learned so many things from your college and especially living by myself, though. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, like, as much as I loved Saudi and my parents, I feel like we I lived a very sheltered life there. And come in here to like living by myself or whatnot, and I think it's it's definitely broadened my horizons, and I learned a lot of things I probably wouldn't have done if I if I still lived with my parents. I think that's one of the good aspects of college, though. That's that's, that's legit. True. I promise you. I promise you, word to word, that's legit. Everything we had my friend last week uh, hop on, and he he went to the UK from the UAE. And I promise right. you. I kid you not. He legit in like a British ish accent or like in a different way of saying it said the exact same thing <laughs> and he tells him yeah. the exact same thing and he's like yo you gotta get out of the uae at least once because you learn so much and it's important i feel like it's very important and everyone should learn it yeah uh, i mean i mean when you're when you're living alone you're liable for your own self you don't have your parents like telling you what to do you. or looking after you so you got yeah. there's so much you learn then uh so yeah it's, it's just an essential part of life but, 
Isn't it a struggle when you like get back home? Because my friend also mentioned like when when you get back home for the first time, yeah, you miss it. But then like uh, having orders again and like stuff to do and taking care of like family or helping out your mom and dad at some points doesn't that feel like a drag or is it like no you're super grateful dude it's it's very weird if i'm being honest with you like uh-huh. yeah like as much as i like love being here being with my uh buddies and friends here and you know being in this different culture right, like right. you just still like miss your miss your family though like there's no doubt about that you know especially because like you know i mean you guys in the uae like you know if my if i move to the uae my parents will only be like a two-hour flight away versus yeah. now the entire process going back home so you kind of just feel that distance a bit more like yeah i mean i'm in the uae i'm only two hours away i feel it a lot i get like homesickness is a real thing dude, I'm it's only two deal. hours away yeah and I, I remember like every time i i'm about to come back home i usually call my mom up i'm like mama can you make me nehari and halim and tikka and like mm-hmm. pretty much as much food as she can and we always have we always have a feast when I come back home. And, I you know, swear to God, bro. Yeah. I make I make a whole list for the week, and I say, "Mom, you're making this, this, making this, this, and right. you're gonna make it this day." And I just have the whole two weeks planned out. It's the best, bro. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's like you're living in heaven, bro. It is. Yeah. And and I think with, you know, because I don't talk. I talk to my mom almost every day. My dad every couple of days, and then my siblings usually once, twice every uh, week or two. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I think it's a bit. You know, if I'm being honest, it's kind of awkward when you move back home for like the first day or two, but then mm-hmm. as soon as you know, as soon as that happens, you're like right back into the swing of things, right back to fighting with your siblings over dumb stuff, right back to helping your mom, you know, make food or what, and not you know helping your dad when he comes back home. You just get sure back yeah. into the routine of stuff just after a day or two after you come back. Because yeah. again, I mean, uh, I mean, we we spend what like 18, 17, 18 years with our families. You know, that that doesn't doesn't go away by being yeah, away definitely. for a few months. You know. Do you do you like it more at home or do you prefer living abroad at university? If you had to pick one, oh, dude, that's a tough question. Like <laughs> for, for Ibrahim, there's only one answer, so you better pick the right answer. <laughs> I know, I know Ibrahim's answer, so you better pick the right. Answer. He's judging. Ibrahim's judging right now. I'm not judging. Oh my god! Ibrahim no, I can do a good minute voice. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Okay, you're uh, ganging up on me. There, there, so there isn't an either or answer that I feel like, uh-huh. like I, I love the U.S. It, it's a it's a pretty beautiful country, great people and everything. But honestly, yeah. man, I do miss my family though. You know, in in an ideal circumstance, like you know, Saudi's a great country. You know, I've lived there 17, 18 years. But right. sometimes you know, you want you want a new change though, right? You want to change stuff for yourself. You want to have a new new you want to you want have new surroundings around you. True. Yeah. Like, you know coming here gave me the new surroundings that i didn't need but other than that though i still do you know love my family and probably i'd say you know i'd say they're both equal you know i, I could spend the same amount of time in either place and i still love very, everything very diplomatic answer yeah, is diplomatic. but i i genuinely <laughs> but that, that makes sense though. i agree i genuinely like, relate with uh, what you said uh, yeah because when i when i went to america it felt the same even though i was only there for i think uh, two weeks basically right. almost half a month but i the point you said really hit me hard i didn't expect it to but you're 100% right it does it does feel at first when i reached there too i was hella homesick i was like yo now i understand why people say dubai is fancy and stuff cuz i i grew up in the uae right? right so 
So I didn't understand when people would go like, yo, it's fancy or like y'all are like extra luxurious and stuff. I didn't get it. I was like, yo, this is just normal. When I reached there, I was like, yo, where the hell have I reached? What, what have I done? I need to go back, like legit on the first day. Uh, Dude, but then I, it's a new world well, entirely. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I, like even the roads, the way people drive and stuff, everything just, it, it was all like strange and new. So first I was homesick, but then right after that, like I, I started figuring out, okay, how will I make the most of my time here? And I found friends that were there. And then I genuinely had an amazing time. And I love Texas because of it. Like I, I genuinely sometimes think that, yo, maybe I want to move over there. Uh, but the point that stuck by me is the exact same thing you said. Like the, the change was like really needed because after 18 years of my life, I moved away from the Middle East. It felt really, really good. I love the Middle East still, still my number one, but like 100% change like teaches you a lot. And it's, it's really refreshing. Fair, that's true. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's definitely different. And, you know, I'm probably not going to be in the U.S. after I graduate anyways. I'll probably move back home. So we'll see how the change back happens. Move, move back home to that Albake. Bro, if they open Albake in UAE, I would be so happy. But they don't have it. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm missing. Apparently, they opened one in the Philippines. What, what, no, really? <laughs> why are they open in the Philippines and not Saudi? In yeah, not UAE? Yeah. That, I was reading a news article once. Damn. The new one in the I, think, I, I think they opened one in Kuwait or Oman, one of those two, but still not the UAE. Yeah, that's right. Any viewers watching, uh, if you go to Saudi, you have to try Albaik. Albaik is like KFC, but like 10 times better. It's the best my fried dad, chicken you'll have my in dad the describes world. It, my dad describes it as like KFC, McDonald's, Hardee's, and like all the fast food mixed into one and like cheaper, but better at the same time. I'm like, super cheap bro yeah it takes the best aspects of every fast food restaurant puts it together and you got a perfect product in the end Elbeg is just the food man the food is the food is great <laughs> i miss Elbeg a lot honestly i'm gonna try to insert a picture here and just show a picture of the line outside of Elbeg. it's just crazy like <laughs> you you order and the the number of the order is like the running number is like 200 and your order number is like 700 so you have like 500 orders before you that, that need to be made. But like it only takes half an hour tops. So wow. it's like on the go, on the go. Everyone's there, I'm telling you, bro. The whole day, it opens in the morning. It closes at like 1 a.m. Anytime you go, it's going to be full because Thanks. you just can't get enough of it. I've had it since I've had it since I was in grade. I think it opened when you were in grade one or grade yeah, two. Yeah, that time. And ever since then, I've just been having it. The week before I came to the UAE, I mm. had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for seven days straight. And I did not get tired of it. I look forward to that every day. <laughs> Super unhealthy, but I love, it's way too good. It's okay. We, we burned those calories uh, sitting and studying and not having a bake. So it's all been fun. All protein. All protein chicken. You're bulking on protein. You're going to the gym. What else do you need? It's too good. Yeah, I, I think I'm eating and studying a lot. It's not working out at all. <laughs> yeah, man. I only got two of those three things down. Right did, you, now. did you put up? Did you end up putting up the freshman fifteen on? How did that go? Your first year. Okay, so, okay, this is a bit of a wild ride. When I first came to the U.S., like there are a bunch of people, you know, they're like, "Hey, yo, we should let's go to the gym together." And I was like, "That sounds like a, like a good idea." And right. you got freshman classes aren't that hard at all. 
So when I first went to uh, our, our university gym, I, I loved it. And I went there every day for for at least the entire my entire my, my first semester. And I lost. Man. Yeah. And dude, I, I that was the first time in my life I actually felt fit. Like, Abraham, you remember that infamous photo I put in the group chat? That was Yeah, like, I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> Man was bragging like, yo, look at my gains. Look at dude, me. I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> dude, so yeah. I, I had gains after my first semester. But then, you know, the you know my second semester happened. You know, classes are a bit harder. But I still find time to go to the gym. And then sophomore year hits. It, it slaps you in the face like a baseball bat because the, the workload mm-hmm. increases tenfold. Damn. And... I couldn't find my I couldn't find time to go to the gym anymore because I just had so much work after that and it just came so so unexpected out of nowhere. And yeah, I started going to the gym then, and I haven't really been back since since my freshman year. But you know, I, I've lost all the gains I had a, a long time ago. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe some time to start the grind again. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> classes are like are even harder than I imagined. So I'm basically spending. Nine ten hours a day doing homework, you know. Other times doing like it's really free time for myself. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. It is. Yeah. That's I mean, good. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't end up putting the freshman fifteen on. That's crazy. No. I know so many of our <laughs> classmates ended up putting it on. Like so many of them. Dude, I got the just, oh, just lost it. I didn't. The freshman. I was like, you weren't asking. The freshman fifteen is like. No, no, no I figured it out. I figured it out. Fifteen pounds. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. You guys, I figured it out. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, our our counselor, our counselor in our senior year was like, "All of you are gonna put it on, so That's be right. ready." Yeah. No, I didn't <laughs> yeah. She, she was like, was like she not the talking the halal uh, food problem? I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe he just overlooked it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. True. True. No, I didn't put the freshman fifteen on, but I did do the sophomore thirty. So that's <laughs> <Straight up. laughs> Yeah, that, that was a bit of an issue last year. But yeah. no, I, I think I do a good thing now. Like usually, but the very little free time I have now, like we have a basketball court right outside where I live, so I just yeah. go out there and just play yeah. a bit of basketball, shoot a few hoops, come back inside, do more work, and just you know. Yeah, no, that's, it's super. It's been super boring because COVID. It's honestly, the life. Studying and then shooting hoops. Playing sports, yeah. Then playing sports. That's the best one to do. Yeah. Yeah, and COVID too. Honestly, dude, like COVID shut down so many of like things you normally do on campus. So yeah, I can imagine you can't dine in in restaurants anymore. So like you know, uh, a lot of the friends I had over the uh, you know kind of lost touch over the summer because you know we can't be lecture halls together anymore. We can't eat out again anymore. So it's kind of hard to like hang out with people too. Because COVID mm-hmm. shut so many of the things you you normally do with people. Yeah. And Were you allowed to stay in the dorms, or did they kick you out because of COVID? Because a lot of universities kick students out. Yeah. yeah um. So they kicked out. Well, they didn't really kick anyone out. They said if you could go back home, uh, that they'd much rather prefer that. So a lot of people like went back home, because a lot okay. of people. Uh, so like I'm at a public university, and there most people here are uh, live in state, so they drive. So so their homes is like um. At the most two three hours away so most yeah, people drove right. back home. for people who couldn't go back people who lived out of state say in california texas new york you know states are really far away uh people yeah. like that stayed. i stayed uh i stayed after a while and i'm sure the university reimbursed people who went back but even now uh in the in 
uh, the dorms are at half capacity now because of social distancing rules and stuff. So yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people still aren't on campus yet. You know, most of them are doing classes from home. I had to come back because I had a lot of labs that weren't being offered online. A lot of my chemi lab. But yeah, that's pretty much the main reason I came back. It's just because my labs weren't being offered online. Otherwise, I probably would have stayed in Lahore. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think we covered most of everything. Is there is there anything else you want to add, Abraham? Uh, oh no. Uh, if you guys have anything else, let me know. No, so, man. I think, how I are think you? Just, like how are you feeling so. about how are you feeling about this semester? Because you said you have a lot of labs. How does that look? Dude, this semester sucks, man. The classes are yeah. hard. Classes are actually very hard. Yeah. What are you? Your third year of mechanical engineering? No. Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm chemical. Yeah. What? I, I'm a chemical engineer. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of my labs involve stuff like doing experiments and, you know, you can't really do experiments back home, but yeah, I just have a lot of labs, a lot of work, but I mean, then again, we're juniors now, again, you know, every semester from now is still going to be even harder. So you got to used to it, got to used to it by this point, you know? Yeah, man, it was good last semester because we got that pass fail option, but right. I really don't think, I really don't think we're going to have it this, this semester for it's sure. Rip pass fail. I swear, bro. Online math, online is, I don't, I don't, I can't. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. It should be banned. Yeah, fast fail was a lifesaver last semester. I swear, bro. Half my classes, I just stuck the pass on. Did not want to my GPA. <laughs> I did save my GPA too. I said it would not have been a good semester. Honestly. Same. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. That's good. So, any, any, anything you want to say to the viewers? Any words of advice to new incoming freshmen or anything you want to say? Oh, dude, uh, man, it feels so weird because so, so many times I like I still feel like a freshman myself. You know, I, I remember we used to ask people for advice back when we were still in high school. Now we're in that exact same spot now, giving advice. Yeah, you know, it feels <laughs> weird. But yeah, no, just stay on the grind. Just you gotta get used to the grind. That's probably the biggest piece of advice. Classes can start off easy, but they can really ramp up very quickly. And it took me by surprise it's my sophomore year. Um, you know, de- definitely eat healthy because you are what you eat, and uh, that that's very true. And I I didn't eat well, and I felt pretty bad of most of my uh, uh, un- un- because of my unhealthy eating habits. Sleep well. Yeah, just leave the usual stuff. Just yeah. Use, yeah, damn. No, yeah, I might really give the whole life advice, to be honest. Facts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. What he said, they're all facts, and I, I mean, everyone would tell you that. But yeah, yeah I just, I just want to add. Whenever you have the opportunity, Saudi Arabia opened up their tourism. So whenever coronavirus, whenever the coronavirus pa- pandemic calms down and you can go to Saudi Arabia, all of y'all gotta go to Saudi Arabia, and all of y'all oh, have babe. to try all bake. Okay, yeah, don't get the bros, get the 10 fillet nuggets from Albay, <laughs> and if your life does not change, I, I give you the right to sue me. <laughs> y'all uh, can don't... hate, y'all can do oh, whatever you no, want, no, y'all no, can no, cancel no. me, alright, no, I know no. cancel culture, y'all can cancel me if Albay does not blow your yeah, mind and I'll change your world. Albay, it's, it's a journey, it's an experience of sorts, it's, it's much it's a more lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yo, 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 hype it like crazy. Damn. Have you had it, Hassan? 
Yeah, yeah, I had it once, but like, damn, you know, Olympic sponsors. Jesus. Have it on the daily, all day, <laughs> all day. Damn, that's 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 Ibrahim's main life advice. So you guys gotta have Olympic uh, daily to live your life. I swear to God, live your life good. Um, you are what but, you eat, like Chaudhry said. You eat uh-huh. all bake, you live like a king. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all it is. Hey, like, like, subscribe, leave comments, tell Ibrahim he's spitting facts. Uh, anything else will be deleted. And uh, thank you again, Hassan, for joining us and giving oh, us your insight. Yeah, cool. It was awesome yeah. meeting you guys. It was great. It was great uh, having you on this call too. And, thank you. Uh, and yeah, I mean, feel like you gave a lot of advice and anyone that listens, especially if you're from the Middle Eastern region, you'll probably learn a lot. Um, I think that's it for this episode. So uh, that will be me, Ibrahim and Hassan signing out. Take care, guys. See ya. All right, bye. See you guys.